Want to know some awesome psychological tricks? You'll be surprised to know about some tricks, as you might have subconsciously experienced them, but didn't know when they can be useful. And these tricks are pretty easy to use in everyday life. So let's get started. First, importance of word because. When asking for something you want, use the word because in your request. See, the word because has a powerful psychological effect. It forces the brain to believe that there is a reason for the request. According to research conducted by Langar in the 1970s, when people requested to break the line, more people agreed when requested with the word because in the sentence, as compared to request without containing because, although the reason given is exactly the same. You can use this to your advantage. For instance, if you want to borrow money from someone, ask them, can you lend me three bucks because I am getting fewer sales in recent times? Just by using because, the other person will better understand you and have empathy for you. Second, the power of the pause. Have you noticed how politicians and speakers use pauses in their speech? Before announcing any big decision, they take a long pause, and that is very effective in gaining the listener's attention and curiosity. So next time, during a meeting or conversation, take proper pause before announcing the big thing to make your presentation more effective and exciting. Third, check eye color. When meeting someone for the first time, check their eye color. Well, let me clear this. Eye color is not important. While checking the person's eye color, you'll be able to maintain eye contact with the person for a sufficient amount of time. And we all know the importance of eye contact to build trust and relation. Fourth, calling by name. Want to build reliable connections with others? Remember the person's name. And when you meet them again, greet them by their name. Say, hi, Peter, instead of just saying hi. And don't stop there. Remember little details when they mentioned in the earlier meeting and ask about it. People feel important and respected when you remember details about them, and they will automatically feel connected with you. Fifth, keep silent. If you doubt that someone is lying to you, just remain silent and maintain eye contact when they are finished talking. The silence and your expectation for more information will drive them toward truth. When we force someone to tell the truth, they will come up with lies and manipulative answers and get away. On the other hand, if we just remain silent, they will keep on explaining the things which will probably lead them to tell the truth. Sixth, ask for big favors. People feel terrible when denying a request. So let's say you want a donation from someone. Instead of asking them directly to donate $10, say, would you like to donate $100 to my cause? And when they deny it, ask again, how about $10? They will more likely accept your second request because comparatively, second offer will cost them much less. Shopkeepers use this all the time. They first try to sell you for a high price, and when you start bargaining, they accept a lower price. Seventh, excessive nodding. Nodding your head in agreement while speaking with another person can be a good thing when done gently and subtly. But if you are overdoing it just to show that you're listening, it may send a wrong signal. The other person may feel that you are not interested in whatever they are saying or maybe that you're in a hurry to finish the conversation. Instead of nodding all the time for no reason, only do it occasionally when the other person says something that would be logical to agree with. Eighth, tell one secret. Making a bond with someone may seem difficult, but we have a trick for you. Just share your one secret with the other person. They will feel valuable and trustworthy and will eventually be more open with you. When going on a date with a girl, tell them your secret story and ask them to keep it a secret. When you trust them with your secret, they will also feel connected to you, and they will share their stories as well. Ninth, ask a person for help. Don't ask people for help. Need some help with your stuff? Rather than announcing for help like, can someone fill this form for me? Instead, ask help from an individual like, hey Robert, can you fill this form? 
While asking for help individually to a person, they most probably accept the request because they feel responsible if they deny it. Tenth, frame requests as a choice. People like having a choice, and if you want something, you will have more success if you give people choices. Also, frame your request in a selective answer like yes or no. When given options in the request itself, the other person will have fewer things to think about and will make decisions faster. So rather than saying to someone to complete the work, you should ask them, when will you be able to complete this work? By the afternoon or by evening? Eleventh, count to five. The next time you don't want to do something you know you're supposed to be doing, tell yourself you'll count to five and then do it. Like if you're thinking of skipping the gym, just pause for a few moments, start counting till five, and then get ready for the gym. It may seem odd, but while counting, we give our brain some time to rationalize the situation and act accordingly instead of just jumping to the wrong decision. Twelfth, match body language. Want to create an instant connection with someone? Just mirror their body language. That's a nice trick to gain attention and build rapport with anyone. Yeah, but don't overdo it. Just lightly follow their posture and facial expression without being noticed. For example, if a seated client uncrosses his legs and leans slightly inward while speaking, you should wait for a few seconds and then adopt a similar posture. Thirteenth, paraphrase often. Everyone wants to keep their conversation going. If you want to genuinely take your conversation to the next level, listen carefully. And to show that you are listening, paraphrase them often. That is a clear indication to the speaker that you are listening. To paraphrase the speaker without being repetitive, just repeat the gist of what they are saying. Fourteenth, chewing gum to reduce anxiety. A study presented in the International Congress of Behavioral Medicine found that chewing gum was associated with higher alertness, reduced anxiety, and improved overall performance on multitasking activities. Chewing gum is also associated with a reduced level of cortisol hormone, which is mainly responsible for anxiety and stress. So if you're too anxious for any meeting, public speaking, or an event, then take some chewing gum with you. Before the event that makes you nervous, chew some gum to release the stress. Fifteenth, holding a drink. When attending any party or get-together, hold your drink below chest level or at waist level. It shows that you're interested in meeting new people and are more open for conversation. Vice versa, if you're feeling alone in a party, start talking to a person who is holding their drinks below chest level. You will have a good time and will probably make new connections. Sixteenth, improve your hand gestures. To draw maximum attention in presentation, work on your hand gesture. When we speak, using hand gestures and body language, our presentation will look more energetic and exciting. And that's not it. You will also look knowledgeable about the topic because we use hand gestures only when we speak from our mind without a script. So that's it for now. 